Welcome back, you cheeseheads. It's the world's most important podcast, season three, episode two. I'm Packers Kyle. And I'm Packers Dan. I've been away for a few weeks. I went over to Europe, had some pretty good time, and uh, spent some time with family in Ireland. Went to London, uh, learned about some non-football sports, um, and they're all kind of crappy. I'm ready to get caught up on some football. Dan, what do you got for me? First, actually, i got a couple of questions for you. Do they have Miller High Life in Europe? You know what I was seeing everywhere? It was like Heineken. Oof. Which is kind of like, you know, if Miller Lite, if someone like drank it and then uh, spewed it up and then put it in the pint glass, that was kind of what I was drinking. Yeah. Do they have cheese curds? I didn't see any cheese curds. But, you know, I did see this stuff. Uh, I'm going to say it wrong. It's like halloumi cheese, which is essentially like a goat cheese curd that they fry, but it's like on a skillet. They don't like bread it fried. It's pretty good. Uh, let me ask you this. Why'd you go if they don't have that stuff? Well, we went to this city called Killarney mm. because they have a, a local, they call it a football mm. club. Its colors are green and yellow, so but I got kind of right. confused. Yeah, it's I got kind of confused. Yeah. But, uh, I've heard about that. Different sport, and it's not even affiliated with the Packers. But Well, I'm sure that while you were gone, it only strengthened your love for the Packers. You know what they say, distance makes the heart grow fonder. Is that what they say? Something like that, yeah. Huh. I thought it was beer before liquor. I'd never been sick of that. Anyway. anyway. Um, so, I feel like I need to t- talk to you a little bit about what's going on. I, we don't really have time to get into everything that's going on, because, God, they have been practicing for hours and hours each day. They're out there in the hot sun, cracking the pads, beating on each other, whooping the ball around. Let me tell you, it's really something. For, for those of us that are burdened with day jobs, uh, having to try to do your job while also following the Packers for several hours a day can be extraordinarily difficult. It's not for everyone. No. That's what we're here for. We oh. do it so that not everyone else has to. So here's one thing that happened. Uh, Jake Ryan got hurt. Which one is that guy? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I know who Jake Ryan is. (laughs) But he's hurt. We wish him uh, the speediest recovery, and we hope that one of the 78 other linebackers that the Packers have on their roster can step in and uh, do a good job. You don't have to be great. You just have to be, like, pretty good. Yeah, you have to be able to get there within a second after the tackle. Yeah. That's the whole point. You have to be able to show up and look at what happened after the guy got tackled, right? Hand out some high fives. You find you hand out some high fives, you help people off the ground, you maybe make a report to the coach about what it looked like when the tackle happened, but like mostly you don't do a lot. So there is something that you really do need to know about, and it's it's really it's really big. Um, I'm I have not slept since it happened. Uh, well, frankly, shoot. it's taken a, it's had a huge impact on my life, taking a really big toll. Uh, Aaron Rodgers threw a touchdown pass. To Geronimo Allison. But, here's the thing. He didn't look at him when he threw the touchdown pass. It was a no-look touchdown pass. And I, frankly, am a little bit upset. Like, I've always thought that Aaron Rodgers was in tune with, like, a higher magic. Or possibly Satan. It's unclear. Like, I'm not sure where this is coming from, like, what he is, what what force he's in tune with in the universe. Like, is it the force, like, in Star Wars, or what? This is kind of, like, this is crazy. It's kind of reminding me of, like, do you remember that movie, The Incredibles, 
when uh, the kid wants to play sports and the family's like, nah, you, you, you can't, you're too fast. It's gonna, mm-hmm. You're going to give away our cover. Mm-hmm. And then he finally talks him into like, okay, you can run track, but you have to, like, you can't finish it first because then it would be too much giving away. I feel like maybe the cover is slipping on Aaron Rodgers and he's not sure. human yeah. and we're slowly figuring it out. So we're gathered together today because we're going to watch the Packers family night scrimmage in a little bit. And I think, you know, by the time this comes out, the family night will be over uh, because we're not great at planning ahead. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think it's still we're kind of talking about because this is sort of like the Fat Tuesday of the Packers season, you know. Yeah, it's a big party, you know. Yeah, it's a big party to get started and recognize that you're going to spend the next four months in like sort of a catatonic state yeah, slam panic like we're like kind of stoked like alternating between laughing maniacally and crying uh inconsolably like that's how i do it anyway mm-hmm. you know and this yeah. is just a way to get that started to recognize that this the time has come to everything there is a season and this is the time when we get insanely stoked and paranoid about the game that packers playing football yeah and it's hard to know what to get from family night i mean they change the format a little bit every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's some rumors that I heard about what they might be up to tonight. I don't mm-hmm. know for sure. Unconfirmed mm-hmm. sources. Uh, but I'd like to I'd like to see them kind of like run with this and like really embrace family night for what it is, you know. Like really embrace some cool skills competitions and stuff, like a pump pass and kick. Or like some team building. I mean, just really like emphasize the team aspect. I mean, I'd like to see... Uh, like a wheelbarrow race. I heard there's going to be uh, a spin the bottle. Spin the bottle, like a, let's see an egg toss. You know, that's a, if you want to catch a touchdown pass from Aaron Rodgers, you got to be able to catch an egg from Aaron Rodgers without it breaking. And uh, I heard actually they're going to play Magic: The Gathering uh, at some point. And I mean, you kind of look at some of these guys, and some of them don't really seem like Magic: The Gathering guys. But look at J.K. Scott. That dude plays magic. There's that dude no definitely way. plays magic. And you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Nerd. Like, be, it was only a couple of years ago we were reading in Grantland about how the Packers offensive line all played mm-hmm. Settlers of Catan together. And mm-hmm. I don't really know how to play Settlers of Catan, but yeah. if they were like putting it on the 50-yard line, playing it on the Jumbotron, I'd learn pretty quick. Is it like wizard stats? Uh, I'd assume that's a key element of it. I think you're only allowed to buy certain properties if your wizard staff is so tall. That's exactly right. If the Packers, if they get into Dungeons and Dragons tonight, if they do that, who do you think is the dungeon master? My guess is David Bakhtiari. He's got a real dungeon master vibe. But he's also like a bad boy, you know? Like he's not like as organized as someone like say Mike Daniels I could see really like oh, keeping yeah. the whole game in his head you know he's really telling a- the story knowing everyone's parts you know? he's an anime LARPer so he like, is he could, yeah. he could definitely be a dungeon master he loves Dragon Ball Z which I love what's the largest number of sides of any die that he owns my guess is 30 what's I think it, no his jersey number is 76 I mean, right so it's, it's probably that, at that point it's just a golf ball <laughs> How many runes do you think he's familiar with? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> wow. Wow. See, here you're playing it off like you're not a gigantic nerd. Like, oh, I don't know what runes are. I don't know how many sides of the dice has or whatever. But I think you've got all this stuff on your deck. That's my guess. I think, I, but I, I'm not, like, denying that I fit within this culture. But 
I'm also stupid, so like <laughs> some of these nuances escape me. Mm, fair enough. Okay. Well, you know, I just I'm really hopeful for a productive family night where everybody has a nice time. I heard they're going to order pizza. Um, I would hope so. There's a couple of those horse collars. What's that? (laughs) The bratwurst inside of a bun. What I think they do is that Mike McCarthy personally sits on a computer and puts in an order on the Domino's website that takes like 45 minutes or like the app on his phone. And he's like, here's like 600 uh, pepperoni pizzas and 600 sausage. Because you think about this, 80,000 people, you need a ton of pizza. 80,000 people plus what? How many people are on the package right now? 90? Uh, more than that, I think. Yeah, I think they need to trim the roster to. Oh, no, you're right. I, you know what? I have no idea. So <laughs> There's you, like 90 on this spot. Yeah. So basically, you got 80,000 regular people or people who live in Green Bay, Wisconsin. And then 90 dudes, like 30 of which weigh more than 275 pounds, probably. So that's, that's a ton of pizza. I don't really know how to do the math on that because I'm also stupid. Yeah. Um, more than 10. Wow. Maybe and probably 10 like pizzas. no one Domino's has the capacity for that, so I assume that he has every pizza. What's the so, so you grew up in Wisconsin. I'm curious, what's the most number of so pizzas you. you've ordered at once? <laughs> yeah, I know. I'll go through the exercise too. Okay, good. Like, what's the biggest pizza order you've ever made? Wow. I have ordered, I think, tops like. 12 pizzas for my birthday Whoa. party when I was like 12 years old. You're popular. I'm not that popular. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So another key news tidbit that came out this week since I've been back is uh, Jerry Kramer inducted to the Hall of Fame, which is like a name I know, uh, but I'm a little bit young. So I tell me, Dan, from your own memory, what, what did Jerry Kramer do that brought him to the NFL Hall of Fame? Well, I was born in the late 1930s uh, and lived through the Second World War. Uh, And now here I am. I got to watch the Vince Lombardi Packers all the way through. Um, And Jerry Kramer was a linchpin of the Vince Lombardi offensive line. You may recall that the Packers invented a little thing called the Green Bay Packers Sweep uh, that they ran to perfection. And Jerry Kramer was, of course, uh, on the offensive line. And... uh, basically it was really important to make sure that they could spring their running backs and mm-hmm. he had to wait a criminally long time to get into the Hall of Fame. He also, oh, he also wrote a kick-ass book called Instant Replay with uh, the late Dick Schapp which oh. explores uh, all of, you know, all of the things that happened during that, the ice ball and all that. And I think I met him about 25 times when I was a little kid because if you grew up in Wisconsin you always have access to whatever Green Bay Packer is signing autographs at the local Chi-Chi's or uh, Pick and Save or whatever. So I think I hung out with Jerry Kramer significantly more than some of my relatives when I was a little kid. So so that's what that's all about. Very cool. Maybe we'll have to start a Big Day Down book club so we can all read Instant Replay. Yeah, it's a pretty good book. It's I would put it in the top three Packers books of all time alongside the alongside Gunslinger. And uh, the, uh, when pride still mattered, by we did Harris. this exercise. It was uh, season one, I think. We did a, an episode uh, where we ranked all the Packers books, but that was a long time ago, and I can't be bothered to remember it. Yeah, so. like we said, we're both really stupid, and we, <laughs> we drink a fair amount of high life, so like we can't really be expected to remember things like this. Yeah, uh, right on. Well, so I was looking it up uh, because Jerry Kramerson got me thinking. You know, what other 
Packers made it into the Hall of Fame, and it's not that many. There's really? only 30 Packers in what? the NFL Hall of Fame, which is pretty rough. There's some pretty notable omissions. Why like, do people go to it? For those 30, I guess. You know, if yeah, you have 30 in there, and you get this many people to show up to look at it, just imagine if you had a more appropriate number, should, like uh, 300. I don't mean to like. I don't mean to interrupt you, but should we picket it? Should we be protesting there right now? Yeah, I mean, we get. I think there are easy cases to be made. We would not be seen as controversial if we showed up with signs outside of Canton saying, like, let Leroy in. Yeah. Let Leroy, let Leroy leap into your hearts, Canton. Man, I'm stoked just talking about this. What Kyle's talking about is the number one. So now that they let Jerry Kramer in, who obviously should have been in and retired like 50 years ago, the person they really need to let in is Leroy Butler. Like, Leroy Butler went from being a child who could barely walk to inventing the Lambo Leap, in addition to all the other insanely cool things he did on the football field. He's done more good for the NFL than Tom Brady, hands down. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Tom Brady can take a hike for He's any done more good for the NFL than, uh, I don't know, who else is even in the Hall of Fame? The actual literal football. Yeah. Leroy is more important than football is to the game of football that's what I think so the the Green Bay Packers have their own separate Hall of Fame I assume it's unaffiliated but I don't know but it, that's a little bit more accurate yeah. and you got Leroy is in there yeah. uh, and you got a lot more of the classics in there I don't have a list in front of me but it's a little bit more, it's not quite accurate I think there's still some noteworthy yeah. absences uh, so let me talk closer. to you. Let me talk to you a little bit more about that. I think every Packer should have should be in the Hall of Fame. So I think the Packers need to build a second Hall of Fame. Uh, it would have been perfect in the abandoned Kmart or Hardee's that used to be right by the stadium there, but then they knocked that down for the brewery and stuff like that. I'm all for breweries. Yeah, that's and, yeah. fine. We can find a new home for the second There's got to be like a vacant building in Green Bay that they would you know, put another Hall of Fame in that all of the Packers can be in. Because when I visit a Hall of Fame, I want to see names like Aaron Campman and Sam Congato. The Nigerian Bull. That's right. Spencer Hagner and Jim McMahon. Jim McMahon, for Christ's sake. It's like they're trying to write these out of the history. But you know what? Like Some of my greatest memories of the Green Bay Packers are... Like when Sam Congato burst onto the scene. Mm -hmm. Blair Keel, Bryce Pop. Or like when uh, Tom Crabtree caught that fake field. It was a fake field goal that he ran, or was it a fake punt that he caught and got a touchdown against the Buccaneers, I believe. And he he ended up playing for the Buccaneers later, too. He is a very chill Twitter presence as well. Nice guy. Yeah. So I think that this is a... An idea whose time has come. I think the people you could charge a little less for the second Green Bay Packers Hall of Fame, like maybe like three dollars or whatever you have in your pockets, like a street festival, and you just give them whatever you can. Yeah, donations appreciated. I think that would be fine. There don't have to be like big plaques. It, can, it could really just be a big room with like the names of all the Packers like spray painted on the wall. That yeah, and fine. then you just get to, you know donations appreciated. You go into a room with all the names, and then uh, you just point. And then uh, you and I are sitting there in the middle of the room. We see, like, the name you point at, and then we just let you know. A little, uh, little tidbits about him. Here's another idea. Somebody would sell you a high life for a dollar out of a cooler right by the door. That so, would be me, yeah. I'm a hustler. 
What we're saying is we will oper- operate this uh, this concession. Yeah. Kyle and I will be the general managers of Packers Hall of Fame, too. Yeah. Are we allowed to bring in players from the Hall of Fame 1, or is this only the Hall of Really Good? You can be in both Halls of Fame. Like, if I spray paint your name on the wall, you're in Hall of Fame, too. That's kind of the idea. Right on. I got another idea. Also, a Hall of Fame for players who are who aren't technically on the Packers, but who have done a lot for the Packers over the years. Oh, so you're talking about adding like a Jay Cutler wing to yeah. the Hall of Fame too. Absolutely. Hall of that may, I think that's actually Hall of Fame three. <laughs> uh, Hall of Fame the third. And Jay Cutler would obviously be the most important person because he has maybe thrown almost as many balls to Packers as Aaron Rodgers has. Uh, and him, Yancey Thigpen, who noted for dropping that pass got, and then get the Packers in the playoffs. Got the Packers into the playoffs that one year. There's a lot of other examples of players who have just really helped out the Packers a whole bunch. Every Minnesota Vikings quarterback would probably be on there. Joe Webb. Joe Webb. We were at the game when Joe Webb came in and started for an injured, uh, who was it? Christian Ponder right. was the starter. Beautiful. Yeah, I mean, as if it would have made a difference. Yeah. If you're going from Christian Ponder to anybody, it's not a steep drop-off. But Yeah, that got the Packers through the first round of the playoffs. And then maybe like a fourth Packers Hall of Fame that is for uh, particularly good Packers fans. I don't want call that the big third down Hall of Fame. <laughs> That's right. And I don't want to get cocky or anything, but obviously Packers Kyle and Packers Dan belong in that. Probably Packers Paul for the time he tackled Packers Greg and knocked his glasses off into the uh, into the snowbank. That was really a huge moment in Packers fan history. Um, but the Packers Pope could be in there uh, for yes, sure. Of course. Um, I mean, there's a, a Little Wayne. Little Wayne for sure is in there. Kato Kalen's picture could definitely be on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Kato Kalen probably listens to this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> we have exactly. to be careful who we pick fights with. Kato, if you're listening, chill out. God. So you got a game coming up this Thursday. Let's talk about that for a minute. It's uh, it's preseason for the players, but there's no such thing as preseason for fans. It's a it's a it's a regular season. They're playing football. Yeah, every day is a Super Bowl for me. Yeah. So why don't you? Why don't you? They're, they're playing the Tennessee Titans. Mm-hmm. Who made the playoffs last year. They got a new coach. Mm-hmm. Despite they actually won a playoff game last year, got a new coach. Um, I don't know. Why don't you give the people some things to look for? Yeah, I've uh, been reading a lot. I've been studying a lot. Checking out a lot of game tape. Here's some things that I think you're really going to want to watch for in the first preseason game against the Titans. I think they're from. Uh, I just told you where they're from Tennessee. I wouldn't really pay attention. Based out of Nashville. So I wasn't listening. That's fine. We both have our, we each have our strengths. Yeah, that's right. And our weaknesses. Yeah. Um, I think that Deshaun Kaiser, mostly just he's going to be smiling because he is going to be wearing a Packers uniform instead of a Browns uniform. Can yeah. you imagine what that's like? It's like you've been chained up in a basement for years and years and years, and then you're allowed out, and you're the most beautiful. You get to wear the most beautiful piece of clothing that there potentially is, which is a Packers jersey. And I think you want to see him throw for maybe 14 or 15 touchdowns, I think, probably. Um, He probably also is going to run for like 300 yards, that would be my guess. Uh, Brett Hundley, the less said about that, the better. Um, so what about this Tim Boyle guy? I've been hearing a lot of hearing a lot of talk about Tim Boyle. I mean, I don't have a ton of thoughts about Tim Boyle. 
You think we'll get to see any action from J.K. Scott? I don't think so. I think mostly what he's going to have to do is just sit on the sidelines and sort his magic cards. Like, I don't think he has anything to do, really. He's he does gonna... hold. He hold, he's holding kicks, so he'll have to hold a lot of extra points. Well, that's, you know, that's an important job. You screw that up, things go pretty bad. Yeah. You know? He's got to, like, I guess, I don't know, say nice things to Mason Crosby and stuff like that. And, you know, be encouraging. Be a good teammate. That's what yeah. I want to see about, out of J.K. Scott is for him to be a good teammate. So. Right on. Uh, what about, I don't know, any other things before we wrap up? I mean, look for people to eat a lot of bratwurst uh, and drink a lot of beer. I think that's... That will be me. <laughs> yeah, look you don't me. have to look, look far. It'll be Packers Kyle. What's your score prediction? Uh, you know, I don't expect to see a lot of Aaron Rodgers in this game. It's kind of hard to hard to like project too high score in a game if uh, a lot of the starters aren't going to play. So I'll say like... Uh, forty-five to zero hmm. Packers. I was seeing more along the lines of like seventy-eight to two because I think probably there will be a safety because Deshaun Kaiser will be so excited to be in the Packers uniform. He's just going to lay oh, down yeah, in the classic. end zone and start doing snow angels, oh, and then yeah. they'll touch him, and then that's the down, classic so. August ninth snow angels. <laughs> August ninth and. I mean, I think if you put a Packers jersey on me and toss me out in the Lambo, I would definitely be in a catatonic state, and nothing I would do would make any sense. You would, yeah, I would think it's snowing, but I'm actually just having a heart attack. So. <laughs> exactly. I would for sure have to be arrested or carted off the field in one way or the other. So, and not by the injury card. Like the separate, you know, like this person is having a crisis card. So. Yeah, they're going to like put you in one of those jackets, tie your arms <laughs> behind your back. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, I am. Right on. All right, well, quality stuff. I mean, I guess... Uh, We'll see what happens at family night. Uh, we'll see what happens against the Titans. And then uh, check back in with you cheeseheads when we get around to it. Yep. Thanks for listening to the world's greatest podcast because... It's the only podcast about the Green Bay Packers. That's right. People will try to tell you otherwise, and they're lying. Don't listen to them. Fake news. That's right. Fake news. All right. Peace. Peace. <laughs>